2: Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale, the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III.
3: Hi, my name is Nate. I play Grimm the Human Monk. Thank you for joining
0: us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. When you want something, you need to find a way to make that desire known. You mortals express yourselves in simple ways sometimes, words, force, money, but every once in a while, one of you will go above and beyond with a flourish worthy of notice. Even so, your effort is no guarantee of success. We need to bring the king and the other royals to the negotiating table to loosen their mm, hereditary rule. Ideally, we would have a halfling or an orc or a giant or or even a human ruler in some cities. I don't think that's too much to ask.
1: Okay, say we, we kill Count Valance, right? How... Yes, that's what
0: you said you would do.
1: Right, yes. Okay, I get How is that going to bring the elves to the negotiating table? I guess I kind of don't see the...
0: You still have the, the note, the symbol, yes? Yeah. Of the indelible truth? Yeah. There you go. They will know it is from us, they will know who they need to talk to, and we will be there in the capital ready to negotiate. Ready to discuss this with them. Well, I'm satisfied. Come now, don't you want to leave your mark on history? This could be a huge change.
1: I'm already a bard, so I mean, you know, there's that.
3: So look at it this way, Arnest. We get to kill the cow and pin it on them.
2: Yeah, that might not up a mm, I think we
1: just get to be associated with them when we do it.
0: We uh, don't just get to pin it on them? Well, I mean, we do, but we are them. It would be you very difficult to partial. extricate yourselves from the indelible truth after this. Yeah. If you were to be caught. Right. But if we don't get caught, yeah,
3: okay. then we're depending it on them. Which means we get to kill him and not even get in trouble for it. Either way, it's
0: win-win. <coughs> as long as we don't get caught. Uh, okay. Good. Remember, five weeks
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. from
0: today. If you get this done, then my guild will be very appreciative. And if we are successful in our endeavors, we will do what we can to support you Hmm. as instruments of our work. Okay.
1: Okay? Alright.
0: So you wrap up at Mayor Moraska's office, and as you head out back into the city proper, she's picking up her bags and a couple of satchels, and she's heading out to. She appears to be heading back towards the stables. And we'll follow ahead of her, back to the stables. I want to give Vale a little bit more action here. What are you up to right now, Vale?
2: Well, Vale doesn't know how long everyone's going to be, so. Establish there's a little methodicalness to Vale, so I think they're going to spend some time just kind of cleaning and sharpening their tools, making sure everything's ready for the next
0: action. Okay. That's what we're doing. As you're taking care of your gear, you hear some slow, cautious footsteps approach the wagon. Um, hello? As you recognize the voice of Rex. Approach the wagon. He has been untied, of course. Uh, is, is, is Lorraine in there? I can kind of hop out of the wagon. Oh, no no trouble. I'm uh, not here for... I just want to check up on her. Make sure uh, she's doing alright. Think
2: you got the wrong wagon, kid? Because he's never seen me before.
0: <laughs> he would be hard-pressed to recognize... Oh, wait, you're Lord Goldire. Yes. <laughs> he definitely hasn't seen you before then. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, sir, I recognize this wagon. Um, they had a companion of mine, a half-orc woman named Lorraine. Do you, uh, do you know her? Kid, from what I know about her,
2: if you were smart, you wouldn't want to associate with her. I,
0: I just want to make sure she's doing
2: okay, her and uh, the baby. <laughs> okay, Kermit. <laughs>
1: hey, don't I
2: am like her? <laughs> um, last I
0: saw them, they were fine. Is she in there, Loray? Loray? as he calls out, and she oh, crits God. again. Totally hears Rex. Mmm hmm. Mmm hmm. <laughs> oh, that, that, yeah. That sounds like her. Can I just you know do a little medicine, and then no, I'll be on my way. No, 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 no. You, if you don't want to have to do
2: medicine on yourself, you should just go. Know that she's alive enough to react to you, and
0: you should just go. <gasps> Roll Intimidate. You are definitely threatening a man right there. (laughs) Fifteen. Look, I'll just be a minute. Uh, I don't even have to touch her or anything. You know, I I have some medicine skills. I can patch you up if you need some help, too. I'm good. She's
2: good enough to make the travel that she has to make. I just need to at least see her, and he starts
0: walking over towards the back of the wagon to tear in.
2: Put a hand on his shoulder and spin him
0: around. Okay, give me an athletics. Gonna We're going to do contested athletics here. Oh, yeah, that's going to fail. That's uh. A two. You place your hand on Rex's shoulder, and as you pull, he does a quick little pirouette with a semi-flourish. He's a tumbler, after all, as well. <laughs> yes, yes. And he hops up to the rear of the wagon and starts climbing in. Oh, Lorraine, I'll just... I, I don't think I can get you out right now, but I can make sure you're doing all right, make sure everybody's healthy in here. And he starts reaching into his pouch for his equipment.
2: I'm just gonna tell him, kid, if you want to walk away from this, you need to walk away.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, giving him
2: one last warning.
0: Roll me intimidation with disadvantage this time because you've yeah, already gonna, failed this once. gonna get violent. It doesn't have to get violent. He's just. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be a seven. He rolled an 18. <sighs> I didn't know Vaila was gonna be so anti doctor. Her
2: current state, she's more malleable. <laughs> Jesus! I will not be held responsible for killing her right now if I have to kill her. She's not escaping me again. I w- I'll hold her. do
0: Right. This is going to be very quick. But go ahead and roll initiative, just in case.
2: Thirteen.
0: Keep with this die. It's been doing all right so far. Nope. That's a six. Because he had to get his equipment out. He wasn't on the ball on this. You see him pull out three metal spheres of slightly different size. As he gets ready to work on Lorraine, what do you do? I'm A fixture, but juggling. This is Cassie. He's a bard.
2: Uh, this is okay. Just like I, I play.
1: Uh,
0: I'm uh, going
2: see. to. Oh, okay. I'm going to bat at his hand. Try to hit the balls out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So Vale leaps into determined. the rear of the wagon. <laughs> give me, give me an athletics check then. That's. It. Fucking eight, Scott. God
2: damn it. Finally, you're gonna have to
0: go violent, because I can't go non-violent apparently. I liked the idea! In which case, he sees you coming, and he is quickly able to turn his whole body to the side as you smack him in the shoulder, and he's going to turn at you within this wagon, and he's gonna take those three metal spheres, and he's gonna start rolling them in his hands, and you start to hear that same ring again, because contact juggling counts as juggling. (laughs) and i need you to make a wisdom save. Of course. That is a 5. Wonderful. In which case, Rex has successfully cast a whole person on you. You are now paralyzed. Fuck. Holy
1: crap. he's that he's that high level that he can what do that? Is that?
0: That's like a level 5 spell. It's a level 2 spell. You have access to that spell?
2: I do? Second level you have to be at least a level 3 bard to cast
0: it. So see that's 2 levels under you. Level 2? Yeah. The reason it's level 2 is because a lot of things you f- end up fighting are usually not people. I so that way it's less powerful.
1: I had, and I had hold person for a while, and then I gave it up because I was never using it. Because it only works on, like, people, people, and we were only fighting monsters, mm-hmm. and so it mm-hmm. never worked. Yeah, actually
2: okay. just fucking came. I was going to learn from this that nonviolent is no longer an option.
0: He didn't hurt you. He That's just true. paralyzed yes. you in place.
2: Yeah. He's also but now, seriously screwing me up right now. So, okay, play it out, Scott.
0: And then he's just going to start looking over Lorraine. He's just wanted to hold you in place so he can check out Lorraine. <laughs> and he's turning his attention back to her.
2: Okay.
0: It's your turn. I believe you get to make mm-hmm. the save again. Mm-hmm. That is a 15. Yes. You successfully are now unparalyzed.
1: But he's not, like, attempting to free her or anything, is he? No. He's
0: just, just checking her out. And then he's going to just, going to do a quick medicine check on Lorraine. And see that she's actually doing quite well, given the circumstances. And he's just going to give her some light healing. And then he'll turn to Vale and say, oh, Okay, I, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure she was okay and she seems to be doing all right. I don't want any beef with you. I, you know, it's, it's not about me, it's not about her, it's, it's more pregnant lady and all. I'm, I'm going to be on my way. Okay. And he starts to move. He's gonna leave the wagon.
2: I want to be on trial again, so i let him go. i <laughs> not happy with how that went.
3: Hey' smart choices. He's just gonna go then.
0: No, no hard feelings there. You, you'll be alright, sir. Uh, and Rex leaves. Uh, as you look back at Lorraine, she is looking in a little bit better health, a little bit better spirits and from behind the gag you can see a smile and hear a muffled chuckle
2: i check her bindings and i kick her in the head again <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it oh my god i'm really glad <laughs> I'm i don't not like her smug ass looks <laughs> i'm really glad i'm not there
0: the bindings are secure
2: that's right kaylee the bard is a good Can't person
0: killer no one said i couldn't kick her in the head right give her off brain damage off? is okay apparently
1: yeah uh, <laughs>
2: And I kick her, sir. I just want to knock her out. I've had enough of dealing with her.
0: The bindings on her are still very secure. Rex did not toy with them at all. You give her a swift kick to the head. She does not pass out. (laughs) (laughs) She crits again. You kick her in the head, and she just laughs a little bit more, just at the thought of you being paralyzed by her bardic friend. There's a slight break in her skin near her temple, and a little blood is dripping down. She's still laughing at you.
2: I can't wait to get you to me and hand you over to the guild. And then wait seven months for you to have this child so I can kill you. And I say this (coughs) dead to her face.
0: And some of the laughter drains out of her. Anything else?
2: Nope, that's it.
0: Okay. So we go back down deeper into the city. Where are Darvin and Aranis headed to now? I need to go talk to Quince, I guess. Darvin, you gonna go to Quinstruments as well?
3: Y'all yeah, fall on this round. I think my business is concluded. Okay, great! Wow, all my business was was getting new clothes. <laughs> oh, well, and I wanted to see the mayor, but that was
2: all about it. Are you gonna see if your target's in this town? I don't know where my target is.
0: That's right, you had that vision last
2: time. Oh, yeah, it's back in the oh the yeah. giant's territory. It's the giant that we have to go back to. Yeah. You, know, you keep circling around this area of the world over and over it's the, again. It's
3: the new chief of the
0: giants, Noah. <laughs> mm did you just
2: kill the when he
0: destroyed oh, Boy, I held that one up. Alright, so you head in. It is quiet, with the exception of a few notes being plunked out on Quince's keytar. He's sitting in the corner, working on a song. And as you enter, and he sees the two of you, and he sees Darvin. That's nice. He sees Aranus and his eyes light up, and quickly puts his guitar down on the counter, and runs over. He goes up to like give you a quick hug, and stops himself for a moment, and just... Uh, Hey, it's so good to see you again. <laughs> he just wasn't sure if it was if hugs a were cool. Hey, hey, buddy. We're
1: cool.
0: Okay, you give him the bring-it in motion. Yeah. Bring it in here, buddy! <laughs> he didn't want to cross a line.
3: <laughs>
1: it's alright. Everybody I, loves them some RNS, so it's cool. Wow, and
0: he's so humble <laughs> to be. What? Nice guy. He gives you a quick hug. It's so wonderful to have you back. I've been working on a song, as I'm sure you know. If, if you're willing, we could we, we could play tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, it would just be a quick talk with Sweet William. I'm sure I could get us the whole night booked if you want to play.
1: Sure.
0: Wonderful, wonderful.
1: He's so excited. He's like, He's, <laughs> He is very <laughs> excited. Like, oh, my God.
0: <gasps> Are you staying for a while this time?
1: No, unfortunately. It's just going to be a couple days, maybe three.
0: <sighs> oh, okay. Well, we'll just have to make sure it's... A really good performance then <laughs> Won't we?
3: Sure
0: <laughs> Wonderful Make sure you're all in tune I'm gonna have all my performance clothes You're free to dress up too Oscar No percussion you? Oscar uh, He doesn't know that about Oscar
1: He doesn't play
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, I simply meant you know, Come to the show okay. oh, of course. Sit up close Drinks are on me tonight mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I will do I mean, as you're, you're a performer You don't have to worry about that Oscar Wood, drinks for all me. Do you even need to see music before you play? You're good, right? You, you know what you're doing.
1: It well, might be a good idea to see it, just to, you know, <laughs> okay, just I'll, make sure. You know.
0: I'll just give you your half, then. I'm going to keep mine all right. a surprise. All right. so he'll pull out a few sheets of music that have all been handwritten on pre-printed <laughs> staffs. Shit, there's two parts. There's, what, the <laughs> rhythm and harmony part, right?
1: Usually it's rhythm and
0: lead. Rhythm and lead, OK. He hands you the rhythm section of the song Of course This should this should sound just fine on your loop My part's written, of course, for my piano I'll see you tonight Be there,
2: I will yeah? be there. Of course, of course
0: Wonderful Alright, so we've got the day now
1: I'm gonna go practice
0: What do people want to do with the day?
1: Uh, I want to practice That's why Because I don't want to suck
0: You can go practice
1: I mean, it's the rhythm part I'm probably not gonna suck it's mostly playing a bunch of chords in a row. Like, he's got the hard part. Yeah, which that's is... hard to do. What
3: about
0: you, Darwin?
1: But it still doesn't oh, suck. And I haven't played in front of people in a while. I don't
3: Cause... think I have anything
0: I need to do right now. Okay. That's fair. Vale, yeah. as you're up in the wagon, minding Lorraine, those three wagons that are getting prepared, you can see more supplies getting loaded in. There's a number of orcs, half-orcs, halflings coming up <laughs> and loading things. The only person other than Caster that you recognize loading up these wagons would be Captain Thorne.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm just going to spend my time hanging out, watching the rain, and unroll oh, my poisoner's kit and make me some poisons.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I know I've got a list of poisons in one of these books, but aside from what's in the book, yes. I mean, what is your aim with poison?
2: So obviously using my blade itself, my two main names would be, well, okay, three. Kill, paralyze, or put to sleep. Should we okay. be poison? Yeah. Prick you and you hardly knew it, and then an hour later you're gonna die. Or,
0: well, if you're stabbing them with your dagger, they're gonna notice. Well, it.
2: yeah,
0: okay. I think kill is gonna be off the table as a poison well, like, that you damage. can craft right yeah. now.
2: I'm fully prepared to be spending like several days on a dose. Like, I understand that these <laughs> things take time. No,
0: that's fine. I'm just trying to see if there's something already in here that will suit. Ooh, no, oh, that's poison. Poisoned. I just thought there was a little, I remember there being more variety in the poisons in this, but apparently not. <laughs> They're all very plain, and they're just different levels of severity, which is boring.
1: It is boring.
0: So I can try to think of some cool, fun ones, or if you if you want to create the effects of a poison, and then we can roll to see how successful you are of making those things...
2: I feel like I'm, I'm still pretty basic level in the guild, so if there's just, like, a basic...
0: Yeah, there definitely is just a basic poison thing.
2: Or a, a variation on that It's just, like, a basic poison and, like, a basic sleeping dose or something. Like, a, almost like something you would drop in someone's drink to then be able to scurry them out by night or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Something that, what's his name, Young Jeremiah had? Yeah. Oh, Jeremiah. After your encounter with that. All right. As you're sitting there in the back of the wagon checking out a few different things, working on some concoctions, go ahead and roll. So you've got proficiency with the poisoners kit, so roll medicine plus your proficiency. You're making something medicinal, it's just bad effects medicine.
2: Thirteen.
0: Okay. You managed to get one dose of basic poison out of your experiments, which I think given the way that your blade works, you might have to reword the effects of it slightly. Because in the book, it says after you coat your blade with it, you just deal an extra D4 poison damage every time you hit someone. Yeah. But since you're injecting it into someone, I think it'll just be 1D4 on that specific person. Got
2: it. Yeah, that's what I
0: figured. Because you do have it to... It works
2: like, a, like an like a injection, injection and not like... Yeah. A, yeah. yeah, I got
0: you. And you know if you keep stabbing in the same area, you probably spread that poison a little faster. Wonderful. Two people being nice citizens of the town again, and one person working yeah. towards death. This reminds me a lot of the first time through the city
1: Yeah, it's about right
0: (laughs) Okay, so we move ahead in time to the evening When Darvin and Arnis are entering into Sweet Williams Earl Earl and Ulwan are already here Enjoying some drinks and chatting with some of the townsfolk Being generally pleasant Not going out of their way to make a scene or anything Just being, you know, normal people for a change Vale, you're still staying in the wagon all day? Okay, had to be sure As the two of you enter, you see Sweet William behind the bar, who gives you a friendly and welcoming nod and a wave. Ah, evening, folks. So good to have you back in my establishment. Now, Quince has already come and talked to me. He's informed me that Gray the Great here, you're going to be playing tonight with him. Yes. He's actually rented out the space for the whole night, so you don't need to worry. He'll call you up when he's ready. In the meantime, the two of you can go ahead and take a seat right up there by the stage. I'll bring a picture of meat out to you right away. That sounds fantastic. It does. Uh, Do you really need it? <laughs> Anything else I could get you while I'm up? Anything to eat? Yeah, yeah,
1: food is probably a good idea.
0: <laughs> sure. Food. What could I get you? Salad? Bread? Sandwich? Meat? Soup?
1: Sandwich sounds good.
0: Same. That shouldn't be long. We don't have to really prepare sandwiches other than put a few things on bread. He points out a table up front by the stage for you both to go sit down. There's a little reserve sign on it. Boop. Nice. A few minutes later, he'll approach with a pitcher of mead, a pair of glasses, and a couple of sandwiches. Mm, salami and cheese. Some good mustard on there. Sounds good. We'll take. As you're sitting there eating, getting your first taste of Honey Hollow meat again, and scoping out the room, you can see Sam and Sniffins are in here, of course, being very personable people. They'll come up. Oh, hey, good to see you guys in here. I hear one of you's going to be playing up on the stage tonight. Darwin? How'd you know? (laughs) Just lucky guess, I guess.
1: You mean the guy who angers dogs with his playing?
3: Those dogs had no taste. (sighs) Well, that one dog had no taste. The rest it. No, Darwin.
0: As you say this, Sniffins, he takes his head and just rubs you in the leg with it. Like, oh, come on, we're friends.
1: (laughs) I like you, buddy. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Drake dogs, Sniffins. not, Mm. Not dog dogs. And at that point, he stares up at you with his puppy dog eyes and just glances real quick at your sandwich, then back at you. <laughs> glances real quick at your sandwich, then back at you. And he puts a paw up on your leg. I just say no bag. He pulls his paw down and just lowers his head a little bit. A little, a little ashamed dog pose. Oh. And Sam will say, oh no, you're really dark. I'm sure you're great and all, but I've already seen Gray's name up on the board the bard. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, though, it's nice to be back among civilized folk. Good, friendly people. Yeah. Wait, when were you not with civilized folk? I mean, on the road is different. Oh, right, right. The last city we were in, you know.
3: Right.
0: Earl, as he glances over to Earl Earl and on another table, left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth.
3: This is true. The wine was not as good as this.
0: (laughs) He gives a little laugh raises a glass to you. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Okay. I'm gonna go talk to a few more folks. Shoots Darbin a wink. But if you need me, just come get... Me. If I've already left, though, don't bother.
1: Don't come knocking.
0: <laughs> Got it. Good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that honey hollow's a rocking. Don't bother knocking.
0: Quince takes the stage with his keytar, just before the dinner rush, and he, he starts playing for a few hours. He plays a number of comfortable tunes, but with more enthusiasm than you've seen in his music before. He even busts out some orcish folk songs for the other half of the audience, who's in attendance. His command of the language is fluid, and several orcs and half-orcs join in to sing. And generally, the crowd is loving all of it. Sweet Williams is doing very well business-wise tonight, and most people seem to be genuinely enjoying themselves. And as it gets later into the night, he pauses in the music for a moment to invite Arnus on the stage to join him. Thank you, everyone, for your energy tonight. Many of you remember when a talented young half-elf first entertained us a few weeks ago. He brought a new sound to our city, delighting many and inspiring me in ways that I hadn't thought quite possible anymore. I've written some new music in his honor. And it's with a happy heart that I ask Gray the Great to join me now so that you can hear what he has inspired. And there's a general applause... As everybody turns to look at Gray the Great.
1: I head up on stage trying not to feel overly embarrassed about being some dude's muse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The crowd cheers, starts a little chant for Quince and Gray. You've already got the music. You bringing that with you? Yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) Good God, yes.
0: (laughs) It's slightly intricate, but it's definitely within your skill level. As you set it down on the music stand in front of you. And Quince will say, thank you everybody, I hope you enjoy this song, I call this The Conversation, and he picks up the first few notes of music as we head into the song. Oh God. Get your dice ready for some performance rolls. Oh, I'm
1: so terrified right now.
0: So he plays the intro, and it goes rather well, it's smooth and upbeat, and you're getting to the part where you're about to jump in. Go ahead and roll performance. God save me.
1: It's a 14.
0: You've got a great performance bonus, don't you?
1: A <laughs> plus nine. Okay. Damn.
0: So I saw that <laughs> five on the <laughs> yeah. die and I was just like, <laughs> <I know>. plus <laughs> nine, so. Yeah. Okay. The song is smooth then. Your lute is playing off his piano, similar to voices in a duet. At this point, Quince begins the lyrical portion of the song, which evoke two people taking on the world, challenging the routine and mundane, and finding a well of strength in each other. Please give me another performance roll.
1: Oh my god. As I'm getting more and more embarrassed the more this song goes on. 19.
0: You continue to accompany him very well. Tell me, is Auronus is blushing at this point?
1: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> or like, he's enough of a consummate performer that I think he's not outwardly blushing, but on the inside he's just like, oh my god, what is going on here? And on the outside, he's just, like, rocking out, because that's that's what he does, right? Like, he's here to rock mm-hmm. out, and so, like...
0: <laughs> You're performing quite well.
1: <laughs> but on the inside, he's just going, oh my god, I'm
0: mortified right now.
1: But you'd never know, looking
0: mm-hmm. at him. Darvin, how are you enjoying the music so far?
1: Oh, it's...
3: Nice.
0: <laughs> Arniss. Oh, wait, I can't tell that Arniss is embarrassed. Can I? Roll inside. You're gonna have to beat Arnus's performance roll.
1: Oh my god, I don't think you can. I think he can. It's possible. No, nope. it's not likely. Exactly.
0: No, you can't tell that Arnus is a little embarrassed. I was gonna and blushing say, on the inside. That
1: you like know me well enough
0: that yeah, you I'm might be, be thinking it, it didn't help. But Arnus is at least giving no outward signs of being embarrassed. Hmm. You might think to yourself, "I'd be embarrassed if that were me." <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But Arnus looks like he's having fun, so. Mm-hmm. It's cool, I guess. Um, I'm, I, I'm drinking more than usual. Cool. As you're drinking more than usual, Sweet William will definitely come up and exchange out your pitcher for a new one of mead if you want to keep drinking. Yeah. And at which point, Colston is going to join you at the table. Oh, hey. dear. He's got a drink in his hand and he doesn't face you across the table. He just leans up against the table right next to you and just keeps facing the stage. Hey, welcome back to the city, Darvin. Hey, bud. Thanks. I hope you're having a good time here tonight. Oh yeah, this is a great show. Yeah. Um. I wanted to ask you about my wife. Uh, do I see this happening? Oh yeah.
1: Like from the stage.
0: Absolutely, because you, Darwin's at a front row table. So, like more inwardly, I'm going. Oh yeah. But do you have,
3: uh, what's the word? Suspicions? <laughs>
0: I mean, Rex tells me you've brought her into your caravan or something. It's Lorraine. That's who he's talking about. I know. Oh. I'm pretending
3: like I don't remember.
0: <laughs> the halfling woman?
3: Uh, yeah, but Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that doesn't work.
0: After my nature wife. Lorraine. We came into the city at the same time. She spoke at your friend's trial. Oh right Haven't seen her around either Yeah How's she doing? (laughs) You just feel him seething internally You would know better than I do, Darvin Do you think you could uh, let her out of the wagon? Leave her here, maybe? Yeah I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) Roll deception
1: how long you were going
3: to let that go before you had to roll something. Twelve. Oh, no. He rolls a thirteen. Damn it. I rolled a (laughs) thirteen, but a minus one to deception. Are you
0: really? Yeah. I'm not much of a liar. He's not a charismatic man. Uh, I need charisma to lie. Look, Rex was there. He said you guys, you know, beat him up pretty bad. Beat her up a little bit. But took her with you in your wagons. Is Rex again? I think you know who Rex is. He's... You can hear him roll his eyes in his voice, the juggler. Huh. Doesn't
3: ring any bells, but uh, if I see a juggler, I'll let them know you asked about them.
0: <laughs> Look, I just want to know if she's safe, okay? If I can get her back, that would be even better. But if you just tell me where you're going with her, then you know, I can follow. You won't see me, I don't think. But you know, I can head there after you, let's say. I don't know if you have compassion for the man... I mean... <laughs> He's not saying it in a threatening way. He's just, let me know where she's going to be. I will go to there. Mm.
1: Okay.
0: Um, sorry, but... No.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you also don't have to answer him. Being, <laughs> yeah, that's only, cr- being the only one of the party that's there. Like, you can say, uh, I need to talk to a Ooh, little first. Maybe
3: that's what I'll say. You can,
1: you can do that. You're allowed. <laughs>
3: okay. I said no because that was the first thing, but... You know, I don't want to take that back, but then it might occur to me like, hey, you know what? Let me, let me talk to the other party members. Maybe, maybe they'll have some ideas
0: for how to help you out. Okay. I'll be uh, on the lookout, so to speak. And gives you a little nudge in the arm with his shoulder, not in a violent way, but just to let you know, he's pretty sure you've got her. Do I know yet that he's not the one who busts me out of
3: prison? Yes. I believe Vale has told you that Mitch. Okay. Okay. So how do I think he knows me? I'm a little bit... In... I don't know. I don't know at this point. In that case, I think I'm going to ask him. Ask him what? How he knows me.
1: Were you at the trial?
3: Yeah, but before that, when I first met him, I thought he was an old friend because I thought he was the guy who would busted me out of prison. So I just automatically clicked, oh, this guy's done me a favor. Mm-hmm. And that's why he and I were on good terms. But now that I know that it wasn't him but Vale, I'm like, how the fuck yeah. do you know me? This is the first opportunity you've had to ask him about this now. yeah. yeah. Knowing the true story. I don't want to be like, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. How do you know me again? I- I'm trying to be nice about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Darwin nice. I'm not trying to be nice, <laughs> <about it.
1: laughs> nice. There's a difference. Right?
0: So not supremely nice, but...
3: Yeah, just...
1: Well, he's eh. not Arnest nice.
3: You're, you're not who I thought you were initially, which explained how I knew you. So how do I
0: know you? Well, if, if the word in Karami is to be believed, I busted you out of prison.
3: Right, but we both know that that's not quite true, right? That's, that's how
0: I thought I knew you initially. So you admit that? Good. Wait, admit what? That you know it wasn't me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Maybe you could help smooth some things over then. No. Still. But not bad. no, and we don't
3: know each other outside of that. I. Okay. Okay. What do you need smoothed over?
0: Oh, that. He points to his eye patch. Is he missing an eye because of that? Yeah. If there was any unclearness about that before, if there was any he's, vagueness. He's made that clear. He's enough. pointing it out. We now. cost him as I. Or I did. I. <laughs> I. Darwin. Yeah, I first set out to not to sound mean for revenge. The money would have been nice. Referring to the money on your head for returning you. Um, that's not all that important anymore. Not too concerned about that. I mean, frankly, the only lasting damage, again, points to his face. I patch. But you know I, I met moraine because of that, so it's not all a loss. Your taste in women is unfortunate. But Yeah, but if you could clear up the situation, maybe I could get my job back. Me... That would be great. Adventuring's fun, but it's cold down here. I miss the sun.
3: Alright. Right. And I'd
0: like to have a home if I'm gonna have a family. And I do feel a bit responsible
3: about what happened to you because it is pretty much my fault. I am sorry that you had to give up your eye and your job and your stature. I will see if there's a way I can help you. And I mean this. Okay. I don't tell him the details, but, you know, if we're taking out Count Vance, maybe we
0: can, I don't know, shift some other things around in his favor. Uh, I mean, shit, if the leader of a city is dead, then who knows what happens after Yeah, that. yeah. But he doesn't know about that, unless you're telling no, him. I'm
3: not. Okay. I'm just telling him... <laughs> in, I'm just telling him in earnest that I will see if there's anything I can do. Without, of course, putting myself in more jeopardy.
0: Thanks, buddy. And he clasps his hand around your shoulder, gives you a couple of firm pats, and walks back into the crowd. Back up on the stage, okay. while all this was happening. So we pulled back around over to Arnis and Quince up on the stage, playing very well together. <laughs> Quince is enthused and energetic, moving about the stage. Give me another performance roll, Arniss. Thirteen. And It actually gets into a little bit more of an intricate part here of the song. And your fingers slip a few times on the lute. But Quince's lead part seems to make up for that a little bit. As the song goes on, about these two people and their music and actions changing the world and bringing a serenity previously unknown to a land in turmoil. Um,
1: Hmm. With that 13, you can start to see my (laughs) effects a little bit. I'm covering it a little less good than I was before.
0: I think that's totally fair. If Arnest wants to just be full on blushing red now. Yeah. Some of the people in the back might just think it's hot up on the stage. Darwin, at this point, can look up and just definitely notice now. Oh. There it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's that thing what I thought he should be feeling.
0: <laughs> and the song goes on and enters into the final verse and the climax of the music. Roll one last performance check.
1: Oh, God. I Hill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can I ask you which lute you're playing on?
1: My regular loot.
0: Okay, your dad's old loot. Oh my god. And Quince is just taking it up a notch to the whole next level. And Aron, as you can hear, he's actually changed the tempo a little bit. That's not on the sheet music. It's something you weren't expecting. It's not that you can't keep up. It's just, it was unexpected. And you quickly try to get your fingers back into timing. And as you're playing, one of the strings just snaps.
1: Oh my god. Well...
0: And the song ends with just the guitar outro, as your loop kind of falls silent as you figure out, "Oh, what do I do with only three strings now?"
1: Yeah.
0: But even so, most of the stoic faces in the audience have changed into smiles, and there is a hearty round of applause. Darvin, how do you react to the music?: Oh, I'm
3: standing.
2: Ah! <laughs>
1: I'm going to give him a death stare. <laughs> like, I'm going to murder you later with my brain.
0: Darwin starts the standing ovation that ripples throughout the audience <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> as really everyone killing. gets to their feet and applauds. And you can see Sam in the back as he puts his fingers to his mouth to give out one of those loud whistles. He's playing it up a little bit because he knows you. Oh, yeah, that was my buddy. I'm gonna be extra loud, maybe raise up that embarrassment a little bit. Oh my god, you don't have to. <laughs> oh. And the song comes to an end. Quince will turn to you, Arnis, and say, Thank you so much for playing with me. He's not saying this to the audience. I know. If you want to stay up and play the rest of the night, that's great. But then he looks down at your loop and the busted string. But if you need to take care of that, I understand. I was
1: going to say, as soon as I fix it, I can come on back up. But obviously, you can't play with three strings. So, gotta, gotta fix that first.
0: Okay. Do you take a bow as you leave the stage? Of course. I didn't know how embarrassed you were.
1: I'm, you know, I'm still a performer. Okay. I will take all of that applause, even though I'm incredibly <laughs> embarrassed
0: right now. Wonderfully embarrassed. I love it. Oh, my God. And Quince will go on to play the rest of the night, very high energy. The place stays rockin' and raucous and drinking heavily throughout the night. What's the plan?
1: I will fix my lewd string and go up and I'll play a couple of with him.
0: Oh, you're actually gonna go back up that night?
1: Yeah, sure, why not? Okay. At some point. I like the dude, even if he just embarrasses the shit out of me. It's fine. What well, let me an insight
0: check, artist. Ooh,
1: That's a 20, not a crit.
0: Well, he did roll a 20. Got you. But even so, you can tell, like, he knows that you were a little embarrassed, but he's trying not to let that show, like, he was only doing it for, you know, because this would be a very fun show. Yeah. Maybe he feels a little bad that you got embarrassed, but not so much. Oh, that's good. But you both finished playing out the rest of the night. Crowd enjoys it. Darvin, how much are you drinking tonight? A bit. <laughs> More than usual. More than usual. Let's have Darvin roll a constitution save and throw over drunk. 20. No matter how much you drink tonight. Sorry, I shouldn't say no matter how much you drink tonight. (laughs) But at the point where you're at now, around closing time, you're going to be fine in the morning. You're definitely feeling really good. This is more alcohol than you've had in a while. But you're of sound mind and body enough that this isn't going to have any lasting effects. The best kind of drinking. Nice. You might sleep in a little tomorrow. That's about it. So what happens after the bar closes down?
1: I do actually wanna to talk to to Quince. I don't just wanna leave it like with this awkward <laughs> cloud hanging in the air. Okay. That's that's terrible. Uh, Darvin, is there
3: anything you wanna do after this? No, I'll probably to give him time. Probably just head back
0: to the Do you wanna go back to the house? Yeah, why not? Okay. Darvin, you head back to Earl Moore's quote unquote vacation home? This is a very luxurious home. You have to walk through a number of snow tunnels, but eventually you do find a cutout in the snow of these large double doors, delicately and intricately carved on the front. It has his initials on there. Yeah, for more. And as you go in, you're greeted by a doorman. Welcome, sir. We were expecting you. Please come in. You are only the third to arrive, so you do have your choice of rooms upstairs. Nice. If it's locked, then Then Earl Earl or Earl Juan is probably in there. What's the best room? What's best for you, is the question. Hmm. No, I can't actually be honest about this. He sees you thinking like, have no worry, discretion is at the top of my skill set. So say I'm
3: used to kind of, you know, nicer things, but it's been a long, long time since
0: I've... Everything is fine here, sir. How nice. Are you looking for... This is probably not than i used smooth, to anyway. Shiny? Do you need... Ooh,
3: silky smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need shiny, but smooth.
0: Very well, I can take you to one of the rooms. We have the finest satins and silks. That'll do. It'll lead you up to a very plush bedroom on the second floor, where all of the drapes over the windows, the bed sheets, the blankets, all so Nice. Very fine furniture throughout the room, and he will escort you over to bed and right. he'll run his hand along the top of it to show how smooth and silky it is. You may, of course, check for yourself, but I believe this will be up to your uh, desires. This will do nice. Right. Thank you. Sleep well. Breakfast is at seven. Okay. But of course, if you need anything, just ring. And he will motion to a bell on the nightstand. Nice. What time is it now? It's late. It's definitely after midnight. <laughs> anything else I can do for you? You get a wake up call for breakfast. That's a Certainly. thing you can do. Yes, yes, you can I, do that. I, I
3: drank maybe a little too much. And I'm not sure I'll be up at 7 of
0: them. He can do that for you. That's it. He will leave you to your own devices in the bedroom.
3: I, I want to spend a little bit of time praying, just saying, hey, God, I know there's a thing I'm supposed to do. I'm on it. Don't worry. All right, let's roll some religion. Because I'm a little
0: nervous. My God it. is pissed off about that. Oh, fuck. Crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> I love crit fails. What does that come to, even with your religion bonus? That's a five. Ooh, that's a very low crit fail compared to is over there. Right? So you get the feeling, just all throughout your body, of having your god, of having Coram stare at you and tap his foot impatiently. Let's switch over to Vale real quick. So Vale, as the night goes on, and before you drift off to sleep... The stables have actually gotten really quiet. Everybody's left, you can hear some chatter about Quince putting on a very special show tonight, and everybody rushing off to Sweet Williams for that. Okay. But as the night goes on everything's very quiet, you can hear some people in hushed tones loading some things into other wagons.
2: Okay. I'm just going to try and, because I've got nothing better to do, listen a little harder and see if I can't hear what they're talking about.
0: Okay, roll perception. That's a 13. Let's see. I'm going to roll stealth for one of them. And you can hear the whispered voices talking between themselves. Be careful with those. Make sure you cover them up. People aren't supposed to be able to see these from the back. Gotta be real careful. Mm-hmm. Things are loading this stuff up, and they take a few minutes before they move on to the next wagon.
2: I'm going to keep this
0: now. Oh, roll perception again. It's 19. And you hear much the same conversation. All right, good, yeah, yeah. Cover. cover it with some of those. Move that over. This looks good, this looks good. Let's do the last one real quick may head over to the next wagon. And
2: at this point, I want to try and poke my head out and see if I can't see what's going on. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just a little stealth check. To yeah. Poke my head out. It's an 18. That's for stealth? Yeah. Okay. Give me
0: a perception too, just to see what you see. That's a six. <laughs> okay. You managed to poke your head out, but they've moved to somewhere else here in the stables that you can't see. But you can still hear them attempting to be very quiet as they move throughout the stables.
2: Oh, well, whatever that is... I'm assume it doesn't concern me, and I'm definitely not leaving my friend here alone, because that just doesn't sound like a good idea.
0: Oh, you're friends now. I knew it was only a matter of time. Yeah, friend, I my turn <laughs> loosely.
2: So, I'm going to, if I'm not mistaken, the Thief's Pack, which is what I have, has bells and string
3: in it. For making lots of noise, like For, like, setting up tripwires. And, yeah, that's uh, exactly
2: what I want to do. Since you can't really, like, oh, lock perfect. the flaps on a wagon, I'm going to set right. up a tripwire alarm to Fine. wake me up if someone tries to get into the wagon while I rest. Okay. Or get out. Or
0: get out, yeah, exactly. So you take up some time to set up the little bells, so that way if anybody opens these flaps, the bell will ring. Yes. You do so. Not a problem. And, and then I, I check Lorraine's
2: <laughs> bindings one more time, because it's going to be thorough, and I'm going go to sleep.
0: It doesn't seem like she's tried to get out at all. And as you lay down... You can hear those two people finish up at one last wagon before the footsteps walk <laughs> away out of the stables, And that's it for your night? That's my night. I you have a night, then. I, I think we have to go to Aranus now.
1: I don't know what <sighs> you're talking about.
0: Who wants to pull Quince aside, which is good. Because oh. Quince was probably going to grab you anyways. But um, now this is your doing, so this, yeah. the onus is on Aranus. I
1: don't want to, but I feel like, yeah. I feel like it's the mature thing to do. <laughs>
0: So, you and Quince play the night through, and Sweet William is closing down the place. He'll hand the tips over to Quince first, who will then give you half of it. So, you'll get 11 gold. Sweet. People were tipping very well tonight. It's not often that Quince takes over the place for the whole day. And it was special, and there was some good music. And they got to see you thoroughly blush, which some people found adorable.
1: I'm sure Beth and Astor really liked it. Oh, Beth did. Right.
0: Quince is pocketing up his tips, and he's getting his guitar, slinging that over his shoulder, and he's about to head out for the night. And and then it's up to you, Arnis. Oh
1: my god! Walk up to him, and and just say, "Hey, man, I uh, thank you for that song. I know that I was a little bit embarrassed. I'm not used to having people kind of write things like for me, about me, whatever it is, but that was." I was pretty cool, even if I was em- embarrassed sort of in the moment.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I know it's your first time actually hearing the whole song. I just didn't want to spoil the surprise.
1: I get it. I get it. It's not my first time being embarrassed in front of a crowd, though this was <laughs> uh, my... I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that it was my biggest embarrassment, even though it was. <laughs> even though that's the truth, I don't want to tell them that. But yeah, that was, that was cool. I'm glad, I'm glad you found your inspiration again.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. He can see that you're wrapping up the conversation. He stops for a moment and says, Arnas, would you consider staying here? And he pauses for an uncomfortable amount of time. Oh and God. forming a band? Oh nice.
2: <laughs> oh <my>
1: God. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean I've always been a solo act. I always like I occasionally play with other people, but it's always been just
0: I mean, it would be a great chance for us to grow musically.
1: I, well, here's what I'll say. I can't, I can't right now because I have things I have to do. Big things. Like what? Uh, Ultimately, uh, I have to go
0: kill a god. So. (laughs) You can see his, like, (laughs)
1: like (laughs) the shock. Explode a little bit.
0: Mind-blow effects just around it. I'm... What?
1: Um, yeah. What?
0: Why would you need to do that? I don't understand. You're...
1: I... Okay. You
0: don't seem the violent type.
1: In, in our travels, we, we travel around protecting Samudio, who's the merchant that we travel with.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: in, in one of the confrontations, I died.
0: And you could see almost want to like reach out to give you a hug, and, so, uh, and he stops. I, I'm
1: here. Uh, it's fine. Because
0: he knows you're here. Oh.
1: But I I died, um, and the only reason I'm standing here is I literally made a deal with death, and part of the okay. deal was I okay. I have to kill a god, but before I die again,
0: <laughs> or else what?
1: Or else basically I I go to hell. I am damned. Irrevocably. There's no chance of me having a good afterlife.
0: <sighs> is this what you want to do? Is this what <laughs> makes you happy?
1: I like traveling around and meeting a whole bunch of people. I like the people I'm traveling with most of the time.
0: And you like fighting gods?
1: <laughs> I can't say I'm a huge fan. However, this fight is necessary if I want to basically live and die in peace.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't sound like you'd be living in peace.
1: Well, afterwards, not before.
0: So you're willing to sacrifice that for a chance at happiness after you die?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, he is silent for a moment. He says, you know, music saves my soul every day, even if it's just a little. But... (sighs) Okay. This is something you need to do.
1: If it could literally save mine, I would do it. But unfortunately, it cannot. Um,
0: I don't know. I've never really bought into all that hogwash, but...
1: Well, I can tell you that gods exist, and there is a god of death. and.
0: Uh, oh, sure. Okay.
1: If there's a god of death, then there's an afterlife.
0: I mean I don't know about you. I'm more concerned about joy in this while I'm here.
1: Well, that's fair and i I do agree with you but but you're also you also don't know for certain that you are damned for all time after you die
0: and do you know that he's gonna do you know that this god will lift this damning if you do it
1: Oh yeah, it's a god of his word, unlike some other gods. <sighs>
0: Okay. We're jerks. Okay. I've always found my greatest comfort in music, but if this is what brings you comfort, okay, you go do that. You come back.
1: Yeah. If I if I make it through this thing in one piece, I will come back here, and we will start a band.
0: Okay. He gives you a good hug, Alright he walks off down the tunnel back to his place.
1: I feel like I just broke his heart a little. And I head back toward the house thing.
0: Oh, goodness. And you Lord. can be shown to a room as well.
1: Oh, yeah, and Arnest doesn't mm. care. He's just like, find me an open room. No, wait. First, which room is Darwin in?
0: Right over here.
1: I go and knock on the door.
0: <laughs> Darvin, you are awoken by a <laughs> knock at the door. I'll answer it.
1: You jackass.
0: <laughs> yeah, what did I do?
1: Thank you. Thank you for embarrassing me further by starting a goddamn standing ovation. Perfect.
3: Wait, you're mad because I clapped?
1: I was already embarrassed. You knew it. And you took it to the next level, you jerk. Have a good night. And I just walk away.
3: (laughs) Devin snickers himself back
0: to sleep.
1: And I, like, peek back around a corner and just go, but, you know, thanks for (laughs) clapping.
0: I'm out and shut the door <laughs> behind you, and you were led to a very comfortable room. There's a lot of, uh, what do you call that stuff? A lot of crocheted blankets and furnishings all throughout this room. And it's very Comfy. cozy and slightly rustic. It's like if your grandma could just furnish you a room for you.
1: I'm mad
0: at that. And so, Darvin with a good buzz going, Arnis filled with embarrassment, and whatever he's feeling after that conversation with Quince...
1: Always, still embarrassment.
0: You both find some rest and veil. You manage to sleep after hearing some people sneak around the stables and put things in wagons. That looks like where we call it. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com, Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash Dibber music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com thank you for listening to this chapter in seasons of skyrend if you like what you heard please give us a five-star rating and review on itunes stitcher or wherever you find us if you want to chat we're on twitter at skyrend podcast or you can email us at skyrend at gmail.com you can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Note to <laughs> self, if an irradiated
2: man who happens to be like the third copy that you've run into ever tells you,
3: don't go in there, don't go in there. The Redacted Files is an actual play podcast.
1: Ooh, and an actual 20. <laughs> if anyone
3: just... A little discomforted by the fact that she gets so excited with a natural 20. With tales of horror and suspense. And he wishes you a good afternoon. I go home to the nightmares I will inevitably have. Told one bad die roll at a time.
2: That's your attack? Yes. (laughs) Stop laughing at us.
3: Visit us at theredactedfiles.com, where you can give us a listen, or join us in telling the next story.
1: You can investigate, or you can go down the stairs we'll
0: go do you guys think we'll go I I think we'll go